When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get in the know. Nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Yeah. Football. You gave us a chance at the end, but I got three words for you. You like that? Yeah! <laughs> oh, I'd say that was that was that was like the peak of the Zimmer Cousins era there, right? They Yeah. Yeah. They beat the beat the Saints and They won a playoff game. Yeah. It was a blast. So, well, this is kind of a oh, we've been doing these little bonus Wednesday episodes the last few weeks and we like to float a little bonus episode. There's so much happening over the next few weeks. It's a little bit more quiet now, but you know, of course, Judd had to light a match and throw throw it into the uh, propane tank there with his report the other day that the Vikings did receive a phone call from the Carolina Panthers and a phone call. Sp- it's just a phone call. People it was just a phone call. call. People call each other all the time. By the way, shot. can I ask you? Is it was it? A, do you know that it was a phone? Because I feel like phone calls are kind of an antiquated way to communicate with people. Are you sure it wasn't a voice memo or like a text exchange? Like, can you confirm that it was actually a phone call or was it a Zoom? You know, it, I can't, you know what? It, That's a great. You know what? You know was what? Was it a I, direct message on social? I'm going to guess it wasn't a text, but it could have been like a Zoom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or yeah. like a what's the other one? I would say it was Skype. A, I would say it was a form of communication that probably involved voices. Okay. <laughs> so, like, I don't think it was a text, but I do think it was a for, You know, you you got a good point. Like, you could probably Skype or Zoom or, yeah. yeah. I got, you know, I don't leave me a voicemail ever, but if you want to leave me a voice memo in the texts, that's acceptable. I'm very finicky with the way that people communicate. Just yeah. text. Yeah. Never leave a voicemail. So that's kind of the, the backdrop yeah. for the week that this is in, in – you know, our Twitter timelines, because you know, Florio picked this up and Yahoo picked this up. Your timeline's been ablaze on Twitter. Um, Purple Daily, by the way, is presented by our friends at TCL, which is one of the best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new line of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. So you lit the match on fire. It spreads around for 48 hours. And it spread all the way to Charlotte, North Carolina. Well, it should have. Mm-hmm. Where the uh, Carolina Panthers flagship radio station reached out. Did they reach out to you and then you just didn't get back to them? Because they, they reached out to me yesterday. They reached, no, another host reached out to me yesterday after you. But it, it was the midday show. 
And I explained okay. I can't do the midday show because we, of course, record Mackie and Judd, Purple Daily, and the rap yeah. with Roycey at that time. Yeah, but no, this, award this, show, this show never inquired to the source of said report. Yeah, okay. But I'm so, glad they didn't. So the the afternoon show on WFNZ in Charlotte reached out to yours truly to say, what's up with your, what's up with your co-host? What's up with that report that, that Judd floated out there saying that the Panthers? the clubhouse, by the way. It is the clubhouse. So the clubhouse WFNZ. reached out to you. Let, yep. Let's not mince words. I mean, you had the clubhouse calling. I was in the clubhouse yesterday. And so they, uh, you know, they, and I was, I was kind of listening to some of the chatter in and around, like before they got to me. And the hosts weren't exactly thrilled at the idea of acquiring Kirk Cousins. Now, mind you, this is a five-win team each of the last three years, okay? So, you know, Carolina and their quarterback situation is pretty dire. It's like Sam Darnold for $18 million and, and the coach is awful. Aging Cam Newton. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think they wanted me to come on and pour some cold water on it and agree with them and say, yeah, you guys, this is, you do not want Kirk. Trust me. All right. Yeah. This guy wilts in big situations. His contract is absurd. He's not a great leader behind the scenes. Like I think they wanted me to come on and, and say those things, which I've never once said in my life. And I don't your know where past they're getting that from indicates that you were the perfect guest then. Yeah, let's okay, let's get this Mackie Mackie like your guy. Your Twitter on. account is like, yeah, Phil Mackie is gonna tell us what we want to hear and we'll be out. Yeah. yeah. But oh. um uh, old Macadac saw an opportunity. Figuring, all right, this is the Panthers' flagship radio station. Mm -hmm. This is the heart of Charlotte, North Carolina. There are probably people in the Panthers' front office listening as they drive home. This is afternoon drive. This is like 5 o'clock in the afternoon. They're in their cars. Fans are in their cars. What better opportunity to maybe change the minds of Panthers fans and, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe boost Kirk's trade value a little bit? Let's just say this. Matt Rule... Might have been listening. Yeah, let's uh, so get a couple clips. <laughs> so I know that Carolina, you guys have been in sort of a mess lately, but at least Matt Rule and Ben McAdoo are offensive-minded guys that can connect with Kirk Cousins. And so when you start to look at, you know, Cousins from a statistical standpoint, fifth-best passer rating in NFL history ahead of Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, Steve Young, I'm not quite putting him in that category, but, I mean, his numbers are pretty ridiculous. Third-highest completion percentage in NFL history. He helped rack up. 3,000 receiving yards almost for Justin Jefferson over the first two seasons. He really just needs a new home that will embrace him and put some offensive-minded coaches around him. And then you look at the Panthers' division. I know it's been five-win purgatory for, for the Panthers the last few seasons, but no Tom Brady in the division, no Bruce Arians in the division. The Falcons are a disaster. I feel like Kirk Cousins is the Panthers' gravitational pull back to eight, nine, or ten wins, just like he's been throughout his entire career. Anything beyond that, it's sort of, you know, still in question. But if you're looking for a quarterback to pull you from five-win purgatory to at least contending for the playoffs or winning a weak division, he's a pretty perfect fit. I'm not going to lie. You like that? You like that? Hmm? What do you think? Ben McAdoo and Kirk Cousins, a dream team in the NFC. A new, a new tandem to take over the division. The gym coach and his prize pupil. McAdoo looks like a gym coach, and Kirk would be his prize pupil. I am. Well, now I'm intrigued. Hold on a second. That's but now you're starting to think about all the things I just said, and why, why would the Vikings get rid of a guy? He's fifth best passer. No, of all time. I mean I know free Kirk. 
Free Kirk. He deserves mm-hmm. better. He deserves Ben McAdoo. Yeah. So, all right. So, you know, so at first they were like, I mean, this is ridiculous, right? I said, well, no, you know, no, listen, look at the stats. This is great. And then uh, we'll play the next clip here. I said, let me, let me float an offer or two and just, we'll just see what you think. All right. All right. I'm going to be Vikings front office. You be Panthers front office. And so, so you, you have called me according to my colleague, Judd Zolgad. And I am, I'm going to entertain this, and I'm going to throw two offers. I'll, I'll start with this first offer. Panthers get Kirk Cousins. Vikings take on the Sam Darnold contract. So you're, you can just be done with the disaster that's Sam Darnold. So, so Kirk Cousins, Panthers, Sam Darnold comes to the Vikings along with the number six overall pick. <laughs> uh, no, this team doesn't have a day two pick. And I don't know how they're getting it back. And they need offensive line help. I, I just don't think that's what I tend to, to gather from our listeners is a, a big reason why they say no. Others have you know different motivations behind that. But, I mean, this team gave up a third-round pick to, to trade for C.J. Henderson. They gave up a sixth to trade for Stephon Gilmore, who may walk when it's all said and done. Uh, with, with the desperate needs they have on the offensive line, I don't know how you could justify giving away six and Sam Darnold, which is not a deal breaker for anybody, but six for Kirk Cousins without a means and no money left, I would think, to, to solve your offensive line issues. Does that make sense? Now, I will tell you, Kirk Cousins did have a career-high four game-winning drives in 2021. He is the two-minute terminator. He True. is the late-game luminary. So you would, you would get the prowess that is Mr. Game-winning drive <laughs> down the stretch. I think one of them was against the Lions, but, I mean, that's still, you know. No, he's here. He came in and got one of those here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, lo- I love how you doubled uh, down when, uh, when he started to put the kibosh on the trade, and you're like, I will tell you, there are, there are, I'm bringing some facts to the table here. Four game, he's had seven game winning drives the last couple of years. Now, you know, half of them are against, you know, the the Panthers and Jaguars and Lions. But that's, no, that's don't okay. talk about, we, we don't talk about those. They're all in, those are 32 those of the best football teams exactly. in the world, okay? Exactly or, right. right. Exactly right. So, okay, so they were kind of like, I don't know about the. Yeah. I don't know. Six, he, he's also like he brought up like how uh, we got to fix this and that and said, okay, all right. There's got to be some. There's got to be some common ground here. Okay, let's uh, let's float another one. Let's see uh, see what you think about this one. Or, may, or maybe not. Let me float this though. Kirk Cousins and the number twelve overall pick to the Panthers. Vikings get the number six. Let's say a fourth round pick, third or fourth round pick in 2023, and take the Sam Darnold contract. You've got me listening. I'm listening at that point. Absolutely, I'm listening at that point. However, I I still have concerns. You said the 12th overall pick. You know, maybe a Trevor Penning from Northern Iowa was there. I'm not going to get in the weeds. But I I think that could be workable. But I still have questions about the money because there's no money left. I mean, I know $10 stays with Minnesota if they trade him. But, I mean, the Panthers have right now $15 in available space. I know it's going to go up. But how do you account for 35? That's the big question around here. I mean, listen. You like I, that? I, I don't, you like I don't that? know who Trevor Penning is yet because I haven't gone that tell deep. You on my the... favorite part of that entire thing was he brings up a Northern Iowa guy who might be a first round pick and then follows it up with, sure. "I don't want to get in the weeds here." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty funny. So, no, we're definitely we're we're, we're no, talking we're about Northern Iowa there. offensive linemen. We're definitely in the weeds now. We're definitely football. <laughs> By the end of it, they were again. These guys were like, "Kirk Cousins, you come on, man, you're going to tell us this is ridiculous." And by the end, they were like accepting a trade offer. Yeah, they're so, listening to you now. Yeah. No, I I think that you did, you did yeoman's work there because you could have gone in and done a by the numbers Macadac appearance and said, "Yeah, 
not really. I, no, that's probably no. You guys don't want. And instead, you you spoke to the Panthers the, uh, through the flagship, not yeah. just the, the Panthers, but also your Charlotte Hornets. You spoke through them right to the team. I like it. I like By what way, you did. What time? So this was um, this was at five fifteen Eastern time. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's in their car, right? Oh yeah. All these football people probably. It's the off season. You know, you're not grinding until nine o'clock at night. You're it's more of a probably six a.m. to five p.m. kind of a thing. I'll bet you there were two or three. I don't know high ranking front office officials in their cars going home. See the wife and kids. Got some sports. See what the sports radio is saying about the the Panthers. Right. I just I'm here. I'm here to help. Okay. People rip us sometimes because yeah, listen, yeah. you're 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 hurting Kirk's trade value by not well. I just went on Panthers flagship radio, sports talk radio in Charlotte, yep. and I pumped Kirk's tires. Okay, and they pumped you up too, because if I'm a if I am a Panthers employee, I was told that you are the CEO of Vikings Twitter. <laughs> That's right. And so we're not talking about just some schlep who who lives in Seattle who follows. No, we're talking about the CEO of Vikings Twitter. Yeah, you better show some respect. Put some yeah. respect on the name of the CEO of Vikings the CEO Twitter. CEO okay? of Vikings Twitter. And by the way, yeah. I got bad news. The rest of of Vikings Twitter now below Phil Mackey. Because <laughs> if you're the CEO, that's it. That's right. Well, I saw somebody in their profile had like like vice president or something. I'm like, that's cute. That's all good. Okay. But you're all reporting to the CEO yep. of Vikings Twitter. You like that? You like that? That's right. So I oh, feel like I feel like I did my job there. Feel like I did my job. I thought you did fine work. Mm-hmm. I thought you did fine work because, again, I think we all expected the traditional Macadac appearance. You know, the consistent plot, but you took the plot. Which, by the way, also would have been a great appearance. I mean, come on. Yeah, but this one, but this one, uh, this one spoke to. You know, it's funny. Panthers. It sounds like they they accidentally like cross booked. Like they tried to get. I'm not going to say names here, but they there was another. Na- Vikings reporter that probably would have come on and poured some cold water on this thing. So, so if you want Kirk traded, you're lucky. And if you're a Panthers front office person that's looking for an upgrade at quarterback, you're lucky that I was the one that made that appearance yesterday. Okay. That's all I'm saying. The CEO of Vikings Twitter. There's no yep. more powerful voice yep. in the Midwest who happens <laughs> to live in the Pacific Northwest. Good old Mac technology. Yep. Good old Mac. So I feel like I feel like you need to. There's there's a lot. I, I I I've just been through the feedback that comes in through our app and through the Twitter messages and stuff. It feels like there's a lot of people that are confused about what is happening right now. All of this is speculation right now, and whether it's the Vikings or other teams, you know, the season's over. Like, what's can you, as as someone who's covered the NFL for 20 years, both as a reporter, newspaper, also radio, and now podcast, and YouTube, and social, everything, Ooh. these next few weeks are probably the most important weeks when it comes to behind-the-scenes conversations that shape the futures of franchises, right? Yes. Like the weeks leading up, the combine, Absolutely. and then into free agency. Absolutely. Explain so, how that works to our audience. So at 3 p.m. March 16th, which I think is a Thursday, what they call the... New NFL league year commences. It begins then. But, and I believe it's by that time that your team must be cap compliant. Mm -hmm. So you obviously don't wait till then to be like, oh, hey, Joe, we got to start to make some moves. So, and and I feel like this has gotten pushed up more and and more in the last 
five years or so. But what teams are doing right now is is making incredibly important decisions about their own roster, who they want to bring back, and starting on Tuesday, which is the start of the combine, which which technically runs March first through the seventh, so Tuesday through the seventh of March. What you will have is, yes, workouts, draft stuff, but probably far more important behind the scenes, agents and executives are, are now all in Indy together. Yeah. And what they start to do is off the record, of course, because it's tampering, have incredibly important discussions about, about free agents who are going to hit the market. So if I meet with agent A, and, and he represents, let's say, a couple of my players who need extensions or who I, I just want to touch base with. I talk about my players. But then before Agent A walks away, I say, yeah, you got a free agent to safety and we happen to need one. What's going on there? And so what I would call right now till the start of the league year is groundwork is being laid for future moves. And in the meantime, Right now, decisions are being made on your roster. And, mm-hmm. and so that's why the Panthers would call teams about QBs because, to go back to what we've discussed before, the Panthers don't want to draft a quarterback because if they do, they odds should. are they, they probably should at some Matt point, Rule but... gets fired, though. Yeah. Right, but, but Matt Rule wants a quarterback who he trusts. Yeah. And, and so the Vikings right now, I think, are going through their entire roster making decisions about who's coming back. They're probably, my guess, getting calls from guys who don't necessarily like the direction of things. They'll take that information to the combine, start off-the-record talks with agents as well. And I think what, it, Phil, now it's what? Like three or four days where they, they call the legal tampering period? Yeah. Okay. So by the time that we get to the quote-unquote legal tampering period basically what you have is teams with very very coherent and set plans of what they want to do going forward and uh what this is what's fascinating too about the combine is you know the nfl there have been times where teams or owners or whatever will get slapped for tampering or something so what you don't want is documented tampering right you don't want you don't want a device that the team gave you, a phone or something or yeah. email, oh, yeah. I and mean, we're seeing what's happening with Washington, and hopefully some of those emails come even more public. John yeah. Gruden, if you are sending emails or you are sending texts on a device that it's, it's a work device or whatever, they can easily track if you're tampering. But if you're hanging out in Indianapolis and you're three and a half beers in no in the lobby man. bar... Give me the shrimp cocktail and a and a free agent wide receiver. Yeah, <laughs> and you can even you know listen. All right, uh, sorry, I'm uh you know I'm a uh, I'm Quasi. I'm a Vikings front office member, and you are the agent for let's just call him a high profile, you know, trade candidate or something. Like you don't even have to say names, but you can just kind of hint like, yeah, where are you guys at with uh you know your position groups? Yeah, there's ways to sort of tamper without having it be documented and getting in trouble. And that's what happens in for sure at the combine and even in the weeks leading up to the combine. So yes, this yes. is only just beginning speculation it's, season. It's crazy. And and like, I, if you think that, you know, well, things will play out just a, 
what fun is that? Like, yeah. like teams don't say that. Like the the Vikings don't, don't say, well, you know what? Crazy. Cousins thing will play itself out. We'll just see what happens. We'll just let it play itself out. They need that, and they actually have to be proactive because they have a lot of like they have to be cap compliant. And there's one main contract to take from or to get rid of to become cap compliant. Otherwise, you have to start doing a lot of. But what I don't get is this: why? What fans don't enjoy that? Like, like getting to the place where it's played out to me has always been going way, way back. It's a huge part of the fun. The sport that used to perfect this way back when was baseball. The, the hot meetings stoves, and stuff, the winter yeah, meetings, yeah. those used to be great. That's yeah. so much fun. So I just, I don't get what the harm is with with acknowledging and discussing what's going on right now. Yeah. There was, um, I think it was, you guys sent me this yesterday. Tim Hasselbeck went on ESPN or something. And I was said watching this. That he thinks that Russell Wilson and the, and the Seahawks would like a divorce. Yeah, he basically insinuated or or came out flat out said i think both sides want a divorce and when tim hasselbeck says that yes. his brother is matt hasselbeck and yeah. matt matt's a regular matt has like a weekly show on 710 espn Huge he's super plugged into the organization yeah so tim's not just like saying stuff like that so listen i count i i, I don't know the rogers thing is going to be interesting but rogers until further notice is potentially available for trade russell wilson Beyond those two guys, I think Jimmy Garoppolo and Kirk Cousins are probably the most in terms of if you're looking to upgrade at quarterback, like that's kind of the bin of four guys. And yeah. I count maybe eleven teams Bucks, Broncos, Giants, Browns, Steelers, Panthers, Colts, maybe the Dolphins with Tua, but maybe not now. Commanders for sure, Niners potentially, yep. maybe even the Saints. I mean, there's like eleven teams that are looking for a legitimate starting quarterback here. At least one of which would make an irresponsibly dumb trade to your team. (laughs) Listen, he is the two-minute Terminator. You like that? You did a great job. He is the late-game luminary. You were as close to being fraudulent and committing sports perjury. Like, you (laughs) walked that line, but I did enjoy it. Uh, Did you enjoy it as much as you enjoy Surly? Dude, I like you, but uh, sorry. I love Surly, and in particular, of course, for Judd, it is Surly Furious IPA, the best IPA around. Your first-round draft choice, that's not tough. Every season, first overall pick, my favorite, Surly Furious. Boom. All right, boys, that's a little bonus episode for you guys. Just doing just doing my duty. Just doing my a, duty here. As I said, you, yeah. cro- you, you came very close to crossing the sports perjury line and being disbarred, but I think we'll let it slip. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Purple Daily, we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die.